Hello there, and welcome to Down the Lane With. Care and Share Companionship are a Kirkcaldy-based charity which provides support to people in the local community who may be experiencing isolation for a variety of reasons. The charity provides a befriending service which matches their clients to volunteers in the hope of establishing a friendship which brings companionship into people's lives. I'm speaking today with the organisation's founder, Theresa Naylor, to find out more about Care and Share Companionship and the people who volunteer with them. So, hi Teresa, thanks for coming along today. Hi Michael, you're welcome. Could I begin by asking you, what is your background in the voluntary sector? My background, I used to work for Marie Curie as a volunteer manager. I loved the job and it was helping to support people who had a terminal illness. Volunteers would go out to visit, much the same as what we're doing just now, although I was made redundant and that's what inspired me to start up the charity. So can you tell me a bit about how Care and Share came about, how you put it together? Lots of hard work, <laughs> lots of stress. <laughs> I actually met up with a manager from the Health and Social Care Partnership and she planted the seed about starting a charity because they could give us funding for the Kirkcaldy area. So once the seed was planted, then it was a question of trying to get a committee together to function as a charity. So it was just yourself to begin with and you were trying to put the numbers together? Yes, yes. So with help from family and very good friends, we managed to start putting together a board of trustees. We then had a launch date for April in 2019 and that was held at Bryce Kirk in Kirkcaldy. And from then on, we became an active charity as we had some volunteers already in place. So what exactly is it that the Care and Share Companionship provides? We provide, well, before the pandemic, (laughs) we did provide one-to-one support visits. So that would take maybe once a week, maybe once a fortnight, whatever the volunteer could offer time-wise. They would either go and sit at home with the person and just have a chat, sometimes with a cup of tea and a biscuit. Other times they, they can take people out to go to the shops, to go to health appointments. One lady wanted to visit her sister, so that was arranged and that happened once every month. We also, once the pandemic came about, we offered telephone support, weekly telephone support. We also did shopping delivery support and these are uh, still continuing at the moment. So what criteria do people need to meet for them to be part of your visits? Well, people over the age of 60 that are feeling lonely or they live in isolation. And that could be for any number of reasons. You know, they've, they've lost a partner or their family live abroad or too far away to visit. So if, as long as they're feeling isolated or lonely, that, that's it. That's the criteria over the age of 60. But I know that loneliness and isolation can affect any age group. And I know that the kind of middle age group, the 35s to 55 maybe, don't get as much support. How many volunteers do you have at the moment? I've got 20 at the moment, but we did have an article in the Fife Free Press and on the Kirkcaldy Connected 
Facebook page. So that has generated a lot of interest. So I'm just working my way through contacting people, having a chat with them. I am looking for people that know more about social media because I'm a wee woman that's got many hats to wear at the moment and uh, I do my best but it would be nice to have someone that had that expertise to share with me and um, actually do it. There's also room for an administration post and also trustees. We're always looking for um, trustees at the moment. We, We are in need of a treasurer someone with some experience of accountancy, experience of being a chairperson and a secretary, someone to take the minutes at the meetings. And what are the average age of your volunteers? We accept people from 18 years upwards. I actually spoke to a lady this morning who is 80 and she actually asked me if I felt she was too old and the answer to that is no. To me, a person, no matter what their age, can bring some life experience or some working experience, some knowledge, they can all bring something to this role and I learn as much from them as they do from each other or from myself. So anyone that's 18 years or or over. So what qualities are desirable for a volunteer? Patience, compassion, people person, someone who can be consistent and reliable because as much as older people are so grateful for the time that a volunteer will give, they are looking for someone to visit on a regular basis. So they need to be reliable. And we know that people can get ill and they have to cancel visits. But then again, I can step in when they're unable to telephone or visit. There is, you know, a backup plan for that. But yeah, older people, they like the stability of knowing that that person's going to come. And it is all about building a rapport up with a person, which, I mean, companionship is actually, the meaning of it is to be with someone that you enjoy being with. So the matching process is very important as well. But once the rapport is built up, then it develops into a friendship on all different levels. And it's very, very rewarding. And how has COVID affected your services? I think, like most voluntary services that we're providing, the one-to-one support, it's affected us quite a bit. It's been quite... Well, we've adapted by making weekly telephone calls, by sending out regular communications, if it's just a wee thinking of you card, but actually slipping in some key organisations and their contact numbers that I feel might be helpful and also we've engaged with young people, primary age people and young teenagers to draw pictures and write letters that they've all been so warmly received by the older people and it's just nice for them to know that someone's actually taking the time to do this for them. We've also connected with the British Red Cross because they do monthly activity packs but I've also downloaded word searches that are relevant to each individual person and their interests like Elvis Presley, knitting, butterflies, you name it, you can find anything on Google. So it is all about keeping the communication between us but it seems to have worked really really well. So how do people go about getting referred to Karen Chair? Well, we we accept referrals from anyone. At the moment, we get some from Fife Forum. 
We've had some from the White Minsbury daycare services and we have had family contact us to support their, their elderly parents or parent while they're abroad. But anyone can refer to our service. We do have a website and a Facebook page, so if anybody knew of anybody at all, even a neighbour that, you know, has no one at all visiting them, anybody at all that they feel is lonely or isolated over the age of 60, they can contact me and we'll pick up a referral. Okay, well, thank you very much for coming along today, Teresa, and good luck with your charity. Thank you very much, Michael. You can find out more about Care and Share Companionship and contact them via their Facebook page or by visiting their website at careandsharecompanionship.org. Down the Lane With was presented by Michael McLaren. It was created by Marion McPherson and was a Jacket Pocket Media production for the Linton Lane Centre.